AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts i used to have so many men how this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich men Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con Season 5 The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts Or wherever you get your podcasts Puffy was a good friend of me and Snoopy in the DPG. So big. And when Suge said that, you know, we had to ride with our squad. And that that was the key. So the East Coast, West Coast war was really Suge and Puffy's misunderstanding. Then the media pumped it up to that. Today on Naked, Ricardo Emanuel Brown. You know I'm as corrupt. Welcome to my childhood on this episode of Naked. <laughs> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. 
Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Champions to be a champion, a champion and carry champion and carry champion, a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment, connected with In a world with vulnerable, considered weak. Come and remove the veil from entertainment's elite. It's the difference between what is real and what the public sees. So here's your favorite celebrities behind the scenes. It's refreshing, authentic, the whole story specific. Life altering events to shape the person that you hear. We got a champion and carry champion. Hey girl, you did it. It's the greatest in sports and entertainment connected with us. Every champion and carry champions to be a champion. Got a champion and carry champion. Hey girl, you did it. Got a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment connected with us. So a little housekeeping before I talk about our guest. Uh, This is our last episode. We are officially wrapping season one of Naked and it has been a success. And I want to say thank you to everyone who has bought in, who has listened, who has had my back. It takes a while for a podcast to grow because there's so much out there, right? There's so many podcasts out there. So it takes a while. Um, And We are doing our best to bring you true, authentic stories. And this was a wonderful season, a wonderful team, a wonderful group of people. So thank you to iHeart and thank you to Black Effect because season two will be well underway sometime in April. We're going to take a minute to regroup, regather, um, add some new things, find some more great guests, etc. And Amber Stan. So I am so excited. I got to thank the staff because they have been nothing but great. 
everyone's amazing. I'll try to list everyone uh, at the end of today's podcast. But thank you guys for taking this journey with me, downloading, subscribing, listening. And with that being said, uh, this last episode... (laughs) This last episode is apropos in a few ways. Uh, You've listened for five minutes. You know I'm from L.A. I grew up in Pasadena, but, you know, went to UCLA, born and raised. Much of my... My high school and college years were, and even shit, just all of my my years, rather, is defined by West Coast rap, gangster rap. NWA, Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, everybody broke off, did their own thing. I was here. Snoop comes into the picture. Snoop brings on Dog Pound. And I'm I'm in love. And I, and I have this funny story to share with you because Dog Pound, I mean, say what you want, means everything to me. I remember when I first started working at ESPN, Snoop and Dog Pound performed at my very first ESPYs party. And when I tell you, when Corrupt came on, I lost it. I exploded. I lost it. I exploded. Meaning, I could rap every single lyric to some of the raunchiest songs, if you will. But that they were just lyrics. You know, I, I, I wasn't who I am today. <laughs> so it's kind of funny seeing me and my friends, because all my friends, right, my contemporaries, we love some dog pound. And it's funny, we're listening to us go nuts over, hey, DJ Quick, even for that matter, like, you know, that is the hoodest of hoodest and inappropriate lip, bitch this, bitch that. Um, But we love it. I'm not perfect, but I am being honest. I am a fan. So with that being said, uh, today we have Corrupt on the show. (laughs) I'm smiling because I got to rap with Corrupt. I don't know if we're putting it in. But I got to rap with Corrupt. Y'all know I wanted to be a rapper, but my mother told me I couldn't be when I was exactly how old was I when she told me I couldn't be a rapper? Probably like 16. And I was like, Mama, I want to be a rapper. She's like, no, you don't. So that killed that dream. I really was about to be like supersonic or salt and pepper. Salt and pepper's here and we're in effect. Okay. Yeah, I don't know nothing about that. Meanwhile... Today's guest, one half of the rap duo, The Dog Pound, along with Daz. Dat Bleep Daz. Y'all know Dat Bleep Daz. Uh, He had his first solo album in 1998. Uh, They obviously broke up. Dog Pound broke up for a minute, but they got back together, thank God, because we need them. Uh, And Corrupt specifically tells a story of a guy who didn't even grow up in L.A. I'm surprised. He has such a West Coast vibe. I thought he grew up in L.A. But he split his time between Philly and L.A. Between Philly and L.A. Like, how you go East Coast, West Coast? That's why his unique sound was developed, I believe. At least my in my opinion. I believe he had such a unique sound because he lived in both worlds, if you will. On both coasts, if you will. Um, give you a little gossip. Did y'all know that he was engaged to Foxy Brown for two years? Did y'all know that? Okay, none of my business. (laughs) But he was. Obviously, they didn't get married. uh, But he is now married, happily married. And his wife is lovely. She serves as his publicist. She helped us a lot with this. But it was really good for me to be able to talk to him and get some really good information. Y'all, we talking about death row. We talking about the beef between East Coast and West Coast. We're talking about how it all culminated at the Source Awards, Google it if you haven't heard about it. The Source Awards, do y'all remember when Suge Knight 
now in jail, then in charge of Death Row Records, jumped on the stage and was like, if y'all don't want y'all rapper, if y'all don't want y'all producer all in a video and dancing in your videos. And he was really going at Diddy at the time or Pop, whatever his name is at the time. And then Snoop came out and was like, New York ain't got no love for Snoop Dogg and the dog pound. Y'all don't remember that? Please Google it because that's when, sadly, things escalated. And that's when we lost two of the greats. We lost Biggie and we lost Pop because of these wars. And they still have been, quote unquote, unsolved mysteries. However, I asked Corrupt about that. that. That war, if you will. That battle, if you will. And he didn't really want to talk about it, but he did. And he shed some interesting light. Um, and I'm just excited that he's here. It's a slice of history. It's it's my childhood. It's my early adulthood. It's me. It's West Coast rap. Today's guest on Naked, getting real naked. Corrupt. Enjoy. Being born in Philly is like basically being born in hip hop. Because that's all it was back then, disco and hip-hop and music, you know, and so it just created my musical roots, you know, and um, I'll be honest with you, you know, when I was born, my father moved my mama out of Philadelphia to the suburbs, Darby Township. That was the suburbs back then. Uh, Too far, Sharon Hill, and that's where I spent the majority of my time between there and North Philly and Germantown. But that gave me all my flavor right there. So when I moved to California at 16, uh, it was a very big change, whole different lifestyle. And, um, you know, I was great at what I did, which was the mic. So when I crashed my mama's car and she said, boy, you got to get and that's what got me. You know, they say it's a positive and every negative. So when I crashed the car, that's what got me sent to California with my father. Because he's from Philly, but he moved to California and changed my life. Yep, that's where my father moved to. He was living in Compton. And he moved to Hawthorne. He wanted me to have a better life than being in Compton. So, uh, uh, yep, I moved to Hawthorne. But the difference was just different mentality, you know. A uh, different way to to live and survive, a different way to be on the streets, different schooling, different everything, you know. I'm so used to Philadelphia way of life, Sharon Hill way of life. And then to move to California, which is uh, a, lot, a lot faster pace, I should say. They move so fast at the house in California. And I wasn't used to that type of... Uh, environment, even though I visited every summer since I was nine, eight, to Compton to see my father, but just to, to actually live there, I wasn't used to what they, like I had blue shoes on, you know, and a little boy younger than me told me, you got to take them shoes off. I was like, what do you mean? See, I wasn't used to that in Philly. In Philly, it was a different thing, so I never got approached with anything like that because I didn't go to that, that type of environment. You know, my mama kept me sheltered from that. I can't lie. She did. She did. And uh, when I got to California, there was no shelter. So I was around the streets, young and old. And that was pretty weird to me, like, take off my shoes. I ain't taking off nothing. 
little boy said, I'm going to go to my house and go get my, my gun and shoot you. I said, oh, shit. And in Philly, you know, they was taking people's shoes. So here we are. We have this kid who is from Philly, moved to L.A. when he was a teenager to be with his dad. And he has an interesting take, an interesting style, an interesting vibe. And so in my mind, I'm all like, all right, so how you meet Snoop? How did the evolution of what we now know as the dog pound begin? And he tells a very interesting story of how it was just a bunch of kids sitting around rapping. And he met Snoop once and they had a battle. And Snoop said, if I make it, I'm going to come get you and vice versa. That's all she wrote. Yeah, at the Roxy, right? So Domino was performing. So all the Long Beach came out to support Domino. And then um, we all, all L.A. came with me. You know, I grew up when I left Hawthorne, when my dad kicked me out and was teaching me how to be a man, said, you want to be out there? You going to do that. So I was living in the neighborhood, Crenshaw Slauson, 59th, over Tony Tovitz. So um, all of LA came out for me. So you got Long Beach and you got Los Angeles, all in the same vicinity. So we all met up in the parking lot after after the show in Domino One. So, you know, Long Beach was feeling real, real dandy. And so we started, you know, my sister Diamond was the key because she was just talking a bunch of shit. Pardon my French. And then, you know, she basically, you know, was like, you know, corrupt, this, that, and third. And they was like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll bother. So we all started a little rap cycle. And then Snoopy came through the crowd. And he was like, okay, I mean, I'm a bust one. And Dog was basically, he bust. It was like a battle. And he was the only one that could keep up with me. I'll tell you that much, boy. He was he was too good because he was so slick. I mean, he was just real slick. I was a beast. I had that Illadelphia 2-5 fly. I was about to mic. And Snoopy was just so cool, but he rocked the crowd. And then he was hitting me with little wop-wops. And that's how we met, you know what I'm saying? And by the end of it, we both said, whoever make it first, um, you know, come get me. We both agreed, and then Dog won. He got with Dr. Dre, and he saw my sister Diamond at a picnic, and then he said, "Call corrupt." I couldn't believe you remember my name. I think he said, "Call your homeboy." What's your homeboy name again? Diamond was like corrupt, and he was like, "Yeah, call." Corrupt. And she called me and was like, I'm here with Dr. Dre and Snoop. Remember Snoop? I was like, Snoop? From Long Beach? I said, okay. And she's like, I'm here with him and Dr. Dre. And I was like, yeah, right. You lying. She said, hold on, Dr. Dre want to say something to you. Like, man, yeah, right. And then, yeah, what's up? What's up, corrupt? I was like, damn, this Dr. Dre, cuz this is Dr. Dre. What's up, Dr. Dre? Oh, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, we at the picnic. You coming through? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm on my way now. He said, all right, come up. I said, what the shit? That was Dr. Dre. I knew it. So that's how we met. Uh, uh, we Roxy. Yep, Roxy. And then I went to that picnic. And Dog made it like a year and a half. 
I think maybe a year to a year and a half after we first met, he made it and he, he kept his promise to me, you know, and he, he brought me in. So a friendship was born. What I believe is a truly dynamic duo uh, in the Dog Pound was born and just Snoop in the Dog Pound. It was just special. That was the time, and they still do it now, but they don't do it like they did it. Like, So you have to understand for me, the genesis starts with Easy e and NWA. And from that, we got Ice Cube. And from that, Ice Cube created Mac-10. And then from that, we had Snoop from Dre. Dre gave us Dog Pound. Um, and when we see how all of these artists were able to create other artists and put other people on, we got some great music. We really did. But unfortunately, it was a time in which, and I don't even know if I understand it, but it was a time in which it became a battle. And I don't know why. I don't know where the the genesis of the East Coast versus West Coast rap began. I do remember that um, I felt like it was unnecessary when we lost two of the greatest in Pac, as well as in Biggie. Um, and so I asked Corrupt about that because I haven't really got his take. He was there. He witnessed it. He knew at least he was around Suge and Dre and Snoop. He knew Puff. He knew what was happening at the Source Awards. He was there. And so I said, tell me what you think happened. I've seen many a documentary and many people talk about it. But if you can give me your naked perspective. You know, it's, it's crazy that you, you, you bring this up because I, you know, I really, you know, I have not had an opportunity to really talk to people about it when it comes to this thing we call the East Coast, West Coast War, which was really pumped up through the media because it never was an East Coast, West Coast War. The wars were between individuals and then the entire coast that they were from smashed and pushed the line for their side. So this issue was about Puffy and Suge, Suge and Puff. Puffy was a good friend of me and Snoopy and the DPG. So big. And when Suge said that, you know, we had to ride with our squad. And that, that was the key. So the East Coast, West Coast war was really Suge and Puffy's misunderstanding. Then the media pumped it up to that. He did not say y'all they ain't got no love. He asked the question. You ain't got no love for Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre? You telling me the East Coast don't love us? We know where we at, cuz. Y'all ain't got no love for Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre? Well, give it up then. And they gave it up, cuz. See, Snoop smoothed it out. And that's always been the champ. That's always been the dog. Because the dog knows how to talk to the people. Because there's really no misunderstanding. Suge said what he said. He don't like Puffy. But that's their issue. Because at the time, to be honest, we did like Puffy. Me, Snoop, the dog pound. But Suge had an issue. When these type of things happen, you got to let men be men handle their issue, even if they're both your friends. So it wasn't nothing for us to get involved with, but Dog was just like, you know, hey, man, 
This is not the East Coast, West Coast problem. This is not what Shook said that. Okay, they'll talk. They'll figure it out. But y'all don't love us. And that was real. Because we was in the East Coast, so we had to still get home, right? <laughs> we still had to get home, right? But you know, ain't nothing going to get you home more than the real. So dogs spoke the reels, you know what I'm saying? So, hey, you know, if you talk the talk, you got to walk the walk. That's called life. That's the streets. And that's in anything that you do. You you manifest it, it, it might come true. So you be wary of what you manifest. And it was a great loss for hip-hop in general. And I see a lot of New Yorkers, people from the East, always talk about, the Mecca and where it started. Not really respecting, loving, and knowing what that Mecca created. It's like a tree. The tree is, it grows. But then the tree grows and have branches. So many branches of hip hop. And you can't control those branches from growing. They all have their different versions of what hip hop means to them, which should be respected. And that was the whole problem between everything that was a problem. There's no respect. You know, somebody disrespected somebody and not recognizing that power that if they create this problem with that person, the whole genre will follow them. Knowledge is powerful, so no one had that knowledge back then. Everybody looks at it like they knew what they were doing. But me personally, I don't believe anybody knew what they were doing at that time. This was all new to all of us. This success, this fame. And like the Spider-Man movie, with great power comes great responsibility. And I don't think any of us uh, knew that at that time or recognized it. You know, and that's called youth. We were all young. So uh, it's a learning experience that we all had to pay for. Fortunately, Biggie and, and Pac paid for it with their lives. Puffy paid for it. Shook paid for it. We all paid for it. Not respecting that power that God gave us through music. And I think that's what makes it a little bit better nowadays, except for now. The youngsters are feuding amongst each other. They're a little bit different than we are because they're more aggressive and more hands-on, you know, than we were back in the days because we had great teaching. I don't know what teaching they have nowadays, but we had teachers in our days that would tell us to chill out, kick back. No, you don't want to do that. And that's what kept us away from a lot of stuff. And then as soon as the teachers was gone, you'll see we made a bunch of mistakes ourselves. So, you know, the reality is, you know, just like Philly giving me my own street, what a privilege, what an honor. And, you know, that's the hometown where I was born. And really it was the suburbs of Philly. It was Sharon Hill, 2-5, that did that for me and showed me that love and that, that respect. And, um, you know, that's the main thing that we missing. Why these problems happen is the, the lack of respect 
So, you know, we're still here and we made it, you know what I'm saying, sis? And, and it was very, it was very life-threatening. I'll tell you that. Oh, boy, it was it. All right, I got to pay some bills, as we do. Uh, stick around because you don't want to miss this story. Corrupt's still here with us on Naked. Every champion and carry champions to be a champion. A champion and carry champion and carry champion. A champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment. Get naked with AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T connects and old to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. He's now a mature adult. He is still a rapper, though, uh, but very grown and wise in so many ways. Ricardo Emanuel Brown, you know him as Corrupt, here on Naked. So I appreciate him sharing uh, what he believes uh, inspired and ultimately caused that battle. And it's sad. It, at the end of the day, it's sad the way you look at it, no matter what. There's room for everybody to eat. But in that and in all the unfortunate 
outcomes, there was history that was made, in my opinion. For me, corrupt was a part of a movement. Um, and now that West Coast gangster rap movement, and it's not even gangster rap, but that West Coast rap, that feeling, that sound is now being carried out by the likes of a Kendrick Lamar, may you rest in peace, a Nipsey Hussle. Like that, that vibe that only you can get from being somebody who grew up in the streets of L.A. and let it translate to something that's beautiful in hip hop is what we were able to witness with the dog pound. And I asked Corrupt, I said, how do you feel about being part of history? And I say that because we saw what this year's Super Bowl was. While it was an ode to hip hop and soul, it really was some sort of, in my opinion, an acknowledgement of what West Coast rap did for hip hop in general. And it was beautiful. Y'all saw them crib walking. Y'all saw them sea walking. <laughs> it was beautiful. And when you look back on it, you can then see, okay, I was a part of history. So I asked Krupp from that perspective, do you realize that you were really part of a movement? You know, to be honest, I've never understood it. I've, I've learned through God that there's some things that's not meant to be understood. They're meant to be lived, experienced, loved, and enjoyed. Because you'll never, under, you'll never understand it especially when you live your dream. When you have a dream and it comes true. I, I learned something back in the days from a wise white man. And the white man told me, this white man, he was an elder, of course. He said, you never know when you make it in history because you're making it. You never know. And that's why you make the mistakes that you make. And he said, the key is when you make these mistakes and as you make this history, when you realize that you're making history and when you realize your mistake, did you learn anything off of it? If you didn't learn anything off of it, it was in vain. If you learned something off of it, it's called growth. And what are you going to do now? So I took that game he gave me and realized now this is eight to ten years after the history I made, okay? So I'm like, wait a minute, this, what this shit gonna do for me now? I should have this game when we was number one, you know what I'm saying? And then I realized that, you know what, it never stops. And you're gonna continue to make history if your mind is right, also if you have the right team, you know, and, and what you learn. You'll continue to make history. People will continue to support you through your ups and your downs. And to tell you the truth, I don't, I, I, I've never understood it to this day on how, you know, people love, love us so much, as many mistakes as we've all made. And they still not only love us, but they appreciate our music. And, you know, I live my dream. And then I realized, you know what? I'm still living my dream every day. And God is the key to it all, just to be real. I don't want to sound corny, you know what I'm saying? But it's just, it's just real. You know, God is the key to it all, the faith and belief. You know, my mama passed away 
10 years ago, going on 11 years next year. And as she passed away, she's, her teachings still remain in me. Those are the things I remember, which keeps me humble. And humility is the key to any success and longevity. And the new generation, they'll learn that if they can make it like we did. And as we close with Corrupt, here's a moment for me where I get giddy. I don't think he really understood what a fan I was and what he meant to my childhood in terms of just when I hear that music, what it takes me back to, what it reminds me of, how much fun I have, what kind of mindset I immediately embrace while listening to Snoop and the Dog Pounders, the Dog Pound in general. And he, in turn, says to me, which blows me away, you know, he's a fan. I'm like, you a fan of who? Me? What? I'm a fan of you. And then I ask, what's next? Everyone thinks something is like when you be when you're a rapper, it's almost like rappers aren't allowed to age or evolve. And I I disagree. I think you can still rap. I think you can still evolve. I think you can also you can also still create music. It's a different type of music, but you can still do that. And that is exactly what he is doing. So, Corrupt, thank you for coming on the show and thank you for the compliments. Another thing is I've been we've been following y'all as well. You know, we listen to y'all, and um, this is such a, a privilege to be a part of this um, because y'all are just, y'all are humongous in this game, and just giving me this time, I appreciate it, and thank you, and get ready for this new Dog Pound album, Dog Food Two, Me Snoop and Daz, yeah. Let me tell you what I was told according to this. You, oh, Snoop yeah. and Daz, it says right here, DPG Bo Life 2021. Did I miss that already? That's the album that's out right now in the book. Okay. But we're finna go in the studio with Snoopy to work on Dog Food too. Me, Snoopy, Daz, and Superfly. And then my solo album, Transition, which will be dropping in January. Okay. You know, we got that one coming. My next single, Me, I'll Be Sure, and Snoop Dogg. Isn't that a weird combination? I'm like, where I'll be sure at? Where I'll be sure at? All right. Well, is Albie rapping or he's just providing the lyrics? Like, hey, his name is Albie sure, or he's rocking to the rhythm, the rhythm, the rhythm, the rhythm of the, of the funky beat. <laughs> you never know it, Al. I ain't even going to tell nobody. Sure. You just got to listen and watch. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> That's when Light Skin was in. All right. Oh, man. They, they, guess they what? Out and guess what? I ain't getting no play. I told my brother Al B, man, I said, look, Al B, you know what? I love you, bro, but, you know, y'all really shut it down for us. If it wasn't for Wesley Snipe. Hi, Wesley brought y'all all the man, way Man, Wesley brought back the us. Yes, the black of the berry. They was like, okay then, Wes. Right. Okay, okay. then, Wesley. Yeah, Wesley is the man. He brought it back. And once you turn, and once you go black... You never go back. So as I mentioned, some of my childhood revealed to you my early adulthood and then obviously me as an adult, because when we wrap this up, I I, I wrapped for just a minute. I I, I spit a few bars for Corrupt. It was it was interesting. Uh, Stay tuned for that. But meanwhile, this is again our final episode. It's our inaugural season of Naked. I'm so grateful to the team. Let me name them off. Dwayne Crawford, uh, super talented, super kind and especially after this episode, we had a lot of editing to do. Um, Jacques Thomas, my producer, 
uh, Chanel, Dolly Bishop, Charlemagne the God over at iHeart, the iHeart family for the iHeart Black Effect of family. Let's be clear, the Black Effect iHeart family. Ashley Van Horn, who is talent executive, Nicole, talent executive, booking all the talent. Peyton, the researcher. Henry, the researcher. Nikki does all the socials. I mean, I can go on and on, but I'm just very grateful there are so many people here to help me make it and um, see that we can have a successful season two because it's coming in April. We'll be back in April. We're taking a little time off to reboot, refresh, restore all the things. But I will leave you with this. We're coming back season two. Congrats to me. And tell me what y'all think about these bars I'm about to spit. See you soon. If corrupt gave a fuck about a yes, I'll always be broke. I never had no mother. Endo to smoke. Uh, and in? <laughs> you can't. No, you can't. Only I, only I can do it. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.